Hey ladies, this is Leslie Tavernier. I am a dark feminine love coach for dark feminine women who are in love with a dark masculine man. And today I'm going to be talking some more about the very important topic of money, financial stability. I'm really going to emphasize the word stability because so many women that... <clears throat> are in relationship with a dark masculine man, are experiencing financial instability. And that is making it very, very difficult for these women to be at their most powerful and to be able to influence him to show up in the way that they want him to. It's, it's, it's next to impossible to do that, to influence him with your sorceress faculty when you're stressed the fuck out about money. Okay. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to first give some examples from my past. I'm going to share some of my story. And uh, so when I was uh, very young, so around 19, 20 ish, um, I had a full-time job and I was making a, a decent income at the time and I was still living at home. So, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really have any financial uh, responsibilities or burdens or whatnot. So like I had overflow at the time and I was dating my, I, I would say he's, he was my second dark masculine man he was also he eventually became the father of both of my children and we were together for 11 years before i ended the relationship but in in that early the first year or so before we had children um weird things would happen in regards to money like really weird things and so, uh, you know, I would, anytime I was like with him, like money would just completely disappear out of my bank account. And I, I don't mean like $10, $20. I mean like $1,000, 12, like my, my whole bank account would just be wiped out in an instant. And we'd be together. We'd be physically together, nowhere near a bank machine, nowhere near a bank and the money would just like disappear. And then I would have, I would call the bank and like, do you know what happened? Is there a, a recording? I know there's cameras in every bank branch, like, and they would never be able to tell me what the hell happened. And, and I, I changed banks. Like I literally would, would close my bank account and open a bank account at a, at a totally different bank. So for example, you know, you know, I, I would be at like CIBC, which is a Canadian bank, then switch to Scotia Bank, then switch to TD Bank, then switch to Bank of Montreal, then switch to RBC. Like I did all of that. I switched and switched and switched, and the, the, the crazy shit kept on happening. Didn't matter what bank I was at. I even switched to a credit union because at that time I was working at police headquarters. Toronto Police Headquarters. I was an admin. And so I was like, okay, you know what? 
here, this is this is what should work. Let me switch to Toronto Police Credit Union because that's not it's not like a regular bank. It's not open to the general public. And so I was like, okay, let me open an account there. All my all my um pay stubs will be deposited there. I shouldn't have any issues at all. Problem solved. Oh my God. The problem was not solved. The problem was not solved. And I remember like I was taking um my dark masculine man and his best friend and then you know some kids that I was um you know, looking after, I said, I'm going to take all of you to this amusement park. We're going to have a great time. I've got plenty of money in the bank. It's all on me. <laughs> and like, you know, we're at, we're at the, the subway station and, and I told them, Hey, you know, let me just, I just got to go to the bank machine. Just got to withdraw like 20 bucks. I could like pay for all of us to get on the subway. And I go to withdraw the money and like, there's no money in my bank account. And I, I, I had like, I'm over like $1,500 that was sitting in my bank account and it was gone. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I, I was so, like that moment, like my, my whole body just froze. It completely froze. And I didn't know what the hell was happening to me. Like I went from psychic reader to psychic reader like I like I went to to all kinds of people who claim to break hexes and none of them could actually help me because most of them were frauds most of them were full of shit and I was like oh my god it's like the universe is trying to force me to either to choose between my dark masculine man and money because <laughs> it's like I can't, I can't seem to keep the money and still keep dating him so it's like it's it's forcing my hand and, you know, it, eventually, like, I was just like, that, that's not going to work because like, you know, I, I, I became pregnant with my first child and I was like, I can't not, I can't break up with him. Like this is, there's gotta be a solution. And so eventually I did find a solution. I went to a hypnotherapist for the first time ever. And she was a, a, a hypnotherapist that, that specialized in like, weird phenomena <laughs> like 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 clients that were just going through like weird stuff that they couldn't talk to anyone about so I was like okay let me go talk to her because like I'm desperate like I need somebody to help me I don't know what the fuck's going on and so we had like one session you know and she put me in hypnosis and we tried to to find out okay what's going on and and we found out that like the little girl inside of me was just like in a constant state of terror and so she she was literally creating these experiences and after that hypnosis session like I never had any more of those bizarre disappearances happen ever again and I was able to continue my relationship with the father of my children so I say that to say I or share that to say that the sorceress is extremely powerful and and her power i mean it can go in either direction it, it can create like miracles in your life and it can also create like total devastation and chaos 
So I'll give another example. And this is from a, a, a client of mine that I spoke to recently. And um, she's married to her dark masculine man. They have a, a, a toddler. And um, whew, she's had experiences where she had thousands of dollars. This, this was before she got married. She had thousands of dollars. She put the money into some sort of investment and then, or, or savings account. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the bank froze her funds, like, like no explanation. No, like, it just froze. And it took her like, like, like several months before she could finally access her money. And then like now the same thing is happening with her, her husband. He has like $27,000 that just all of a sudden got frozen for, for like just over some like bizarre shit. So like her situation is like, okay, I, I have the money or my partner has the money. We make the money, we save the money, but then now we can't access it. <laughs> so, and, and I'm sure you, you have your own stories, but like, like financial instability a lot of times is not even a lot of times, all of the time, it is a subconscious program that's operating on repeat. So it's, it's not just a scenario where you're not making enough money. It could look like that. It could look like you're not making enough money, but it could also look like you are making enough money or you're making more than enough money, but something always happens that results in you not having the money, losing the money, not having access to the money, the money just disappearing. Something always seems to happen. That's what it can look like for a lot of dark feminine women who have a wounded sorceress. So why does any of this matter? Why does this matter? Because as I've said in previous episodes, in order for the sorceress to function optimally, in order for her to be at her full power, she cannot have any energy leakages. She cannot be leaking energy. She cannot be giving away her power to anything or anyone. And for a lot of women, for a lot of the women that I've coached, for a lot of the women who follow me, their number one energy leakage, the number one thing that, that stresses them, the number one thing that keeps them up at night, the number one thing that gives them anxiety attacks, the number one thing that has them feeling depressed, the number one thing that is that is making their relationship with the dark masculine man uh, subpar is financial instability. So I've I've even had clients who are making multiple six figures. They're making multiple six figures, and they're still experiencing financial instability. They're still stressed the fuck out over money.
and that is negatively affecting their relationship with their dark masculine man. Even if they're married, even if they're living together, even if they have children, it's still negatively affecting their relationship. And, and, and in fact, it's it's even more so of an impact when you're married to him and have children with him. It's even more painful in that scenario. Because now you're fighting over money. Now you can't be the, the quality of mother that you'd like to be to your children because you're stressed the fuck out about money. Now you can't enjoy sex with your dark masculine man the way you used to because you're stressed the fuck out about money. So that's the number one energy leak. It's not the only energy leakage. Uh, for some women, the energy leakage has to do with their physical health. And one of the main ways that uh, a weak sorceress faculty shows up in women is if you have chronic issues with your teeth. So if you have chronic dental issues and you're, you're doing everything you can, you're brushing your teeth twice a day, three times a day, you're flossing, you know, you're using a water pick, you're, you're doing everything the dentist is telling you to do and still you continue to get cavities. You know, you, you, you continue to have, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, I forget what that, that, um, root canal, root canal, or you just lose your teeth altogether. And then you have to have dentures or implants. That is a sign of weak sorceress because the sorceress very much has to do with your teeth and your bones, the, 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 the solid structure that, that, that holds your body together. When your sorceress is unhappy, when your sorceress is weak, when she's, she's just leaking way too much energy, then what you'll, you'll tend to find is that your teeth and your bones start to have issues. Okay. So those, those are the two main areas, money and physical health. But for, for most women, I'd say the number one is, the number one leakage is, leakage is money. It's money. So you can be really good at magic. You, you can be really good at doing spells. You can be good at doing rituals. You can be really good at doing altar work, goddess invocations, all of those things. You could be really good at sex or sex magic. But if, if you're chronically experiencing financial instability, then you just your, your your influence is is far 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 less than what it could be your influence on your dark masculine man specifically is far 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 less than what it could be when you're experiencing chronic financial instability This is, this is really important. This is really, really important to look at and examine 
and to heal. Because if you don't, um, you'll never, you'll never really truly enjoy your relationship with your dark masculine man. You'll, you'll never really enjoy life. when you're leaking energy towards financial instability. And this, this can start in a number of ways. You know, if, if, you, if your parents were very unstable when it comes to money, you know, that can influence your subconscious mind. But also if, you, if you've had like painful financial experiences with men, you know that that can really mess with you and and i've had some painful experiences with with my first uh dark masculine man this this was this relationship lasted i don't even know if it lasted a year less than a year and um he never had any money he was he was just totally broke like <laughs> just he just did not have any money and he he was uh, a pathological liar, <laughs> but I didn't really fully understand that at the time. And so I would fall for his sob stories. And one time he came to me and he was like, "Oh, you know, my daughter. Like he had a daughter with a previous or current girlfriend, because many of the guys that I dated at the time were very much non-monogamous." even though they didn't officially call themselves non-monogamous, they were all fucking around. And so he was like, I, you know, I've got this one-year-old daughter and she doesn't have the things that she needs. She doesn't have anything. They have no money. They're really, 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 really struggling. It's, it's, he just, like, he came with this elaborate story and I believed him. I felt sorry for him. And so I literally, we walked together to the bank machine and I literally withdrew everything I had and just handed it to him here because this was before email money transfer was a thing. So cash was more of a cash was more commonly used back then. And so I gave him all the cash, like just here, have it, you know, take care of your daughter, do what you need to do. And then like less than a week later, you know, he admitted to me that he made a story up. It wasn't true at all. <laughs> he just wanted me to hand over my money to him. shit like that fucked me up like that really fucked me up that made me extremely extremely hesitant and cautious about giving money to a man like that just like I, like i became like extremely distrusting of men when it came to them asking me for money and so whenever I, I I would in the future give money to a man, you know, it was just like, like I would feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> like I would just like, oh God. I I have so many stories about that. I just like, oh my God. When when money and your relationship with your dark masculine man man starts to intermingle 
and and your sorceress is is traumatized or sick in some way pertaining to money like whew, oh my god like your relationship with your dark masculine man can exacerbate your money trauma okay it can seriously exacerbate it so this is why i've been saying lately on my social media my Facebook and Instagram pages that the money aspect of things has to be addressed first and foremost. There's, there's no point really in me, you know, teaching you how to psychically influence him or how to, um, you know, do candle magic or how to like, <laughs> or sex magic. Like I don't want to, to really teach you any of that really and truly until you have a healthy relationship with money. Okay. Cause I've just seen it too many times where women, they come to me, they want to influence their dark masculine man. They want to change him in some kind of way. And then I tell them what to do and then they succeed, but then it's still, things still fall apart. Partly because they, they still have an underlying issue of unworthiness. I'm not enough. All of that, that subconscious programming, but, but not just that it's also their money, their money reality is fucked up. So they're still anxious about money. So there's still that anxiety is still showing up in their relationship with their dark masculine man. So as a sorceress, the first thing you want to do is to, to plug all of your energy leakages You've got to make sure that there's no energy leakage. You're not leaking energy towards money. You're not leaking energy as far as your, your physical health is concerned. You know, you're you're taking really good care of yourself. All of your needs are met. You're not stressing about anything. Okay, now, now you're in a proper position to, to have a profound impact, a positive impact on your dark masculine man whereby he actually sees you as a goddess. And this doesn't mean you have to give your money to him. <laughs> I don't recommend that you give any money to him unless you're in overflow. Okay. If you're in consistent overflow. Okay. I don't recommend that you give money to your dark masculine man at all. Unless you're in consistent overflow. Because if you're not in overflow and you give money to him, chances are things are going to go from bad to worse. Okay. I've seen it and I've experienced it. So first you want to create stability. Once you've created stability, now you can move towards creating overflow. But stability first. Money needs to feel rock solid in your life. It needs to feel like a constant. Not something that is sometimes here, but then it disappears. <laughs> sometimes you have it, but then all these expenses suddenly come up or no, no, no. It's a constant. Stable, solid, steady, constant. That's what money needs to feel like in your reality. That's what you need to create for yourself. And that's what I'm going to help you to do when you hire me to coach you. 
So I got a question just now. And she's asking me how to eliminate distractions and be more focused. I find that it's so easy to get unfocused and lose chunks of the day to social media or Netflix. I try to be disciplined. And when I'm in a flow, all good. But I have a serious challenge with discipline. That's such a great question. So Because the, the sorceress... The sorceress doesn't suffer from ADHD. <laughs> and I have so many women say to me, I think I have ADHD because I just I just can't stay focused. I want to get my online business off the ground. I, I, you know, I have all these ideas. I'm trying to make it happen, but I, I just can't seem to stay focused. I don't know why. Sorceress is about mental discipline. Both the sorceress and her masculine counterpart, the warrior or the soldier, the way that they, they function optimal, optimally is through discipline. These, these are two very, very, very disciplined archetypes. They thrive on discipline. So if you're finding that, that you're just, you're all over the place, you can't focus, you can't get to discipline yourself, then you need to create a discipline that you can stick to. You need to create a discipline that you can stick to every single day. And it doesn't have to be a money discipline. It doesn't have to be directly business related. It just means that there's something that you're doing that you do every day, preferably at the same time every day, no matter what. So whether that's, you know, you wake up at five in the morning or six in the morning and you do 30 minutes or an hour of yoga and you do that every day, or at least like, let's say five days a week consistently for several months, that, that is how you feed your sorceress faculty. You just need one discipline, just one something that you do every single day, preferably at the same time, consistently. That sends a signal to your subconscious mind that you value your sorceress, that she's important to you. She's so important to you that you're willing to get your ass up and do the same thing every single fucking day. So another way to discipline yourself is to... You know, you can, you can make a dietary change. You know, you could decide that I'm going to drink four glasses of water every single day, no matter what. Or eight, four to eight, whatever you can handle. I'm going to do this every day. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep a notepad and I'm going to write it down and I'm going to do this every single fucking day. And I'm going to keep track to make sure I'm going to log, <laughs> I'm going to put a check mark to make sure that I do this every single fucking day. That's how you teach yourself to be disciplined. Like discipline is, it's like being in the military, but without having to actually join the military, <laughs> you become your own disciplinarian. Now, if you want something specific in regards to money, Here's what, here's what I do. Here's what I do. And when, when I stick to it, I get amazing results. When I fall off, um, 
that's that's when my money completely falls off as well. So I actually have a log. Like I actually have a journal and I, I keep track of this log in writing in my journal, but also on my iPhone and in my the notepad on my iPhone. And I set a daily target for how much money to make each day. And I even have it, I have it on my, um, the desktop background of my MacBook. I ha have it, I have the affirmation in writing. I am receiving X dollar amount today. Is that how I have it worded? Let me double check. One second here. <laughs> I just wanna make sure I give you the right words here. I am receiving X dollar amount or more today. That's that's the exact wording. I'm not going to tell you the dollar amount because that's going to vary from woman to woman. But you should you should choose an amount that that you feel is actually attainable. Okay, don't don't pick an amount that you really don't believe you can you can attain every single day because then you're you're going you're going to you're gonna you're gonna beat yourself up when it doesn't happen. Okay, so pick something that is reasonable, like something that you, you can actually get behind. You can actually like feel like, you know what? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I could actually bring in X amount of money every single day. I really believe I can do that. And I'm going to commit to that. And I'm going to put it in writing. I'm going to make it my desktop background. I'm going to put it on my iPhone. I'm going to write it in my journal. And I'm going to keep a log. I'm going to keep a daily log to make sure that I actually make that amount or more every single day. And 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 on the days when I don't, I'm going to I'm going to uh, take some time to like reflect on okay, what is it what is it that happened today or didn't happen today? What was going on inside of me? What was it that I didn't do or what was it that I did do that resulted in me not making any money today? Okay. For me, it's it's important to set a daily target. I know this is not something that that a lot of money coaches advise. You know, a lot of people think in terms of how much you want to make for the month or how much you want to make for the quarter. But when I try to approach money like that, like in, thinking in terms of monthly or quarterly, um, my money situation was extremely haphazard. So for me, I, I literally need, I have to have a daily target that it, that I feel is attainable. Okay, if I set it too high, then then I just end up feeling discouraged. So it needs to be it needs to be like attainable. It needs to be realistic for for where I'm at. And so what happens is when I when I do that, when I set the daily target and I and I keep the log, and then I see like, oh my god, wow, like I actually met the target like every day for the last like twenty days. Like wow, like whew, I'm on a roll now. Holy shit! And it, it doesn't have to be a, a large amount. It doesn't have to be a grand. It could be a hundred dollars. It could be two hundred dollars. Okay, so I'm not telling you go crazy here. But what what I found to be true is that when I stick to the daily target, and I've got check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, my confidence grows. And I start to experience stability with money. I experience stability. And I feel good about myself. I feel like, wow, like, 
I'm hitting the target every day, every day, every day. And some days I'm exceeding it. Like, oh man, this is, this is really good. Like, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Like, this is fantastic. But the months when I don't do that or when I'm just like, oh, I don't need to do that. Anymore. I don't need to do a daily target. I just, whatever, whatever happens, happens. That That's when, <laughs> those are the months when I, when I completely flounder. And I have like numerous days where I make zero dollars and zero cents. But when I stick to a daily target, I have like almost no days at zero dollars and zero cents. So that would be my, my recommendation is that like make a daily target. Because the thing is, when you have a job, you know that you're making X dollar amount every day. You know that at the end of the week or at, at the end of uh, each two-week period or semi-monthly, you know, however your, your employer pays you, you know that your, check, your, your paycheck is going to look like X amount, provided that you showed up for those days of work or if, if you're on a salary. You know what your paycheck is going to look like. So that's the thing. Work, having a job, even if you hate the job, Having a job gives you a sense of stability. Having a job gives you a sense of stability because you know you're going to make X amount every day. You're going to get X amount on your paycheck. And so you, 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 you can feel solid in that. You can plan ahead. You, you, you know, you can budget. But when you, when you become an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, You, you don't automatically know how to transfer that sense of stability that you had with a job into the online entrepreneurial space. Okay, most people, they, they don't know how to have that sense of stability without also having a boss, without also having someone telling them what to do. Okay. Once you're no longer in that space where, you know, it's, it's structured, it's regimented, and now you're an entrepreneur and you're free to do whatever you want all day long, um, then, then you, 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 <laughs> you don't know how to create stability. So for me, the way that I recreate that sense of stability that I used to have when I had a job is I have a daily sales target and I'm serious about it and I stick to it and I make whatever adjustments I need to make to ensure that I hit that target and I take my ego out of the way. Is this easy to do? No, it's hard. So sometimes, you know, a lot of times my ego wants to charge a certain dollar amount, you know, that I feel my coaching is worth. But like... <laughs> my intuition might be saying to me, um, at, at the amount that you're currently charging, you're not going to hit your daily target. You know, if you actually lowered your price, you'd actually consistently hit your daily target. And by consistently hitting your daily target, you'd actually have a, a pretty decent amount of money. Uh, like the total amount that you make for that month would be, would be pretty pretty decent when you commit to your daily target. And so 
the sorceress, because her energy is, is neutral, she doesn't get caught up in, she doesn't get caught up in the price of things. She doesn't get caught up in like, oh, this is, this is, this is too low. And I, I, this is making me so angry. And, you know, this is undercharging and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, there is such a thing as undercharging, but sometimes you do need to lower your rates. Sometimes lowering your rates is actually the most efficient thing to do to ensure that you meet your daily sales target. Because you could be charging rates that you feel are, are is what your service is worth. But if you're going two weeks, three weeks, four weeks with no sales at all, zero dollars in your bank account and, and, and your bills are piled up and you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, <laughs> you need to get out of your ego and do what needs to be done. Okay, that's how the sorceress and the soldier, her masculine counterpart, that's how they think. They do what needs to be done. They take the ego out of the way. This is the daily sales target. Okay, well, what, what needs to happen to meet that? Does your price, do your prices need to go down? Do your prices need to go up? Do you need to restructure your offers? Do you, do, like... What needs to be done? And usually you do know what needs to be done, but but your ego is resisting. Your ego is resisting. So this, the sorceress, is it, she's not about the ego. She's about, we, we got to meet this target. What's the most efficient way to do that? This, the source, here's the characteristics of sorceress business. It's about efficiency. She's all about efficiency. She's all about least effort. Those are the two main things, least effort and maximum efficiency. Those are big things for her. So one of the ways that women, women um, screw themselves over when it comes to online business, and I just had a, I just had a conversation with a client today about this, is that, yes, you, you, you want the you, you want the money that you, you think you can make with your online business, but what you're doing is you're projecting the idea that, oh, this is going to be hard. It's going to be hard work. It's going to take up so much of my time. It's going to lead to burnout and exhaustion. And, and, so, and so because you're projecting hard work, burnout, exhaustion onto your online business, you, you, you don't manifest anything. Okay, you're, you're projecting the burnout, the hard work, the stress that you experience in your job onto your online business. And so guess what? Now you, you, you can't manifest your objectives. That's what one of my clients was doing. Like she, she was like, I, I really, I want my online business to succeed. I want to make these sales, yada, yada, yada. But she was projecting all this stress and frustration and hard work and burnout and and less than ideal clients like she was projecting all of that onto her online business and and believing that like that's the only way I can actually make this money and so she wasn't manifesting any sales and so I challenged her like okay think like the sorceress how can you meet your financial objectives in in an efficient manner that involves the least amount of effort. We had to brainstorm. 
we had to brainstorm and we came up with some really great ideas in terms of in terms of her marketing in terms of her pricing in terms of just how she wanted to structure her offering okay so you want to start with okay how can i create an online business where burnout is not even a possibility if I have to lower my prices, if that's what's called for, how can I do so in a way where burnout is still not a possibility? How can I do so in a way where I'm still operating efficiently, where I still have plenty of energy left over? That's how you have to think. Instead of just assuming that, oh my God, it's hard work, burnout, stress. No, 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 no. There is an efficient way to do this. There is a sorceress way to do this. regardless of what your price point is. Okay, so you gotta think like a sorceress. And so that's something that I can also help you to do if you're an online entrepreneur and many of my followers are. Think like a sorceress when it comes to money and business. And before you even do that, before you even do that, before you even set a, a daily discipline, a daily sales target, you want to also make sure that you eliminate everything in you that has money and instability connected together. Like that, that connection has to be broken completely. And you have, a, have to form a connection between money and, and stability, steadiness, solid, so, solidness. You have to create that connection in your subconscious mind with money. So now, now you have that connection of it's it's solid, it's stable, it's always there. Now you can you can figure out okay, how do I how do I want to structure this? How do I want to price this? How do I you know how do I want to offer this to the world? Who is my ideal client? Now you can figure out those things, and it will actually work. But there has to be discipline in there somewhere. There's got to be discipline. You got to discipline yourself. And again, the discipline doesn't have to be a money discipline per se. But in some way, shape or form, you have to be doing something. And, and doing that something consistently every single day without fail. The sorceress loves, loves, loves consistency. She loves discipline. She thrives on it. She thrives on it. So does it does discipline feel good? Yes, it does, but not initially. Initially, it feels annoying. It feels like, oh, God, oh, I gotta make myself drink this glass of water. Oh. But then if you do it enough times, like the, you know, by day 20, day 30, you're like, oh my God, I can't imagine going a day without drinking four to eight glasses of water. I can't even imagine. That would be absurd to me. I can't imagine going a day without doing yoga. I can't imagine going a day without whatever the discipline is. Like, I can't imagine not meeting my daily sales target. Like that's crazy to me. So that would be my answer to her question. So if you are a dark feminine woman, you know that you're a witch, okay? You know deep down inside that you're a witch. Even if you're not that good at it, you're not that powerful at it. Maybe your spells aren't that effective. 
And, you know, I, I, I remember one last thing, one last story I want to share. I have a, a friend of mine who's, she's very witchy. I mean, like it's in her blood and, you know, like a lot of witchy women, she knows how to manifest money when her back is against the wall. You know, when she's like, it's like do or do like, oh my God, like I, I absolutely have to manifest this money right now. She's good at that. Very, very good at that. But what she's not good at is creating stability with money. You know, she's she's good at creating money when she's she's when she has no other choice, when her back is against the wall, when it's like you you have to do this now. And a lot of women are like that. Like you have to be like in crisis mode before you manifest the money, before you do what you need to do. And like that's that's not being in your power. If you're really in your power, you you would be creating financial stability. That that would be your your normal, not my back's against the wall. So now I got to manifest something ASAP. No no no. Money's a constant. Money's a constant. So I don't have to manifest under duress. It's a constant thing. It's constantly there. There's some other tools that I can give you, but I won't share them on this podcast because I'd rather you pay me for them um, to, to help you get disciplined as a sorceress, particularly in regards to money. My daily sales target is just, it's one. I have other disciplines as well but I'm not going to share them for free. So yeah, you, you, you definitely want to get past that phase where you need to be in a crisis to manifest because that's stressful. And again, if you want to have an amazing relationship with your dark masculine man, where your magic is so powerful that he does what you want him to do, you can't afford to be stressed out about money. You can't afford to be stressed out about anything. I really cannot emphasize that enough. So, yeah, if you're a witch and you're an online entrepreneur and you're having issues with discipline or you're having issues with financial stability, then you should definitely reach out to me. This is extremely, 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 extremely important. This has to be addressed before you can even think that you're going to enjoy massive success in your relationship with your dark masculine. I think this is more important. It is more important than talking about your relationship with your dark masculine man. So thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Ciao.